0: Welcome to our podcast, Spooky Halloween Special Edition. Yeah, Deep dee, 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 dee. breaking news, nerd news, <laughs> <laughs> chimpanzee. That it's our Halloween special,
1: guys. Yep. So we uh, have switched to every other week for normal episodes, but we wanted to do a Halloween special, and we had an exciting guest, which we will get into in a little bit. So mm-hmm. you're getting an extra episode. Yeah! Yay! You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Though. Oh, We're hey! Excited? Yeah. Uh.
0: What's what is this? What do you mean, what is this? This podcast. Oh, our <laughs> what is I was like, you're gonna have to be more specific. <laughs> what is this? And just make a vague hand gesture. As you guys can, our cost, our, our podcast is called Cosplaying Cocktails. This uh, is Paige, and I am as always Jesse.
1: As always, hey uh, Jesse, uh, Cocktail Corner. Yeah. Oh my god, sorry. Such a train wreck. (laughs) Uh,
0: Our cocktail today, since it is our Halloween special, we came up with what I have deemed the macabre mimosa. Yeah. um, Named after the Camille Saint-Saëns piece, Dance Macabre. Wow. Classical music crossover. I'm going to start making that noise when I make a classical music. And that hand gesture. Tell them about the cocktail. Uh, It's just a mimosa, but rather than, so, uh, you know, sparkling wine, champagne.
1: Cheap. uh, $7 champagne. Yeah, we
0: can't. It's actually not even $7. Right. (laughs)
1: Um, it does the
0: job. Yeah, so it's partly are- wine. mine. It's not from the Champagne region of France, it is from California. Right. It's from the regular region of California. But um, so it's just champagne or sparkling wine. Your favorite. You could use prosecco. You can use um, Moscato. Where's insert brand of cheap sparkling wine here? That's what we always just call and call it. Where's oh. Andre? Oh. Um. <laughs> uh, and instead of orange juice, we used apple cider to give it a fall Halloween yeah. feel. So um, we also recording uh around brunch time. That's why we wanted a um. You know something. That yeah. Not so hard. Yeah. Uh. You know it's acceptable. It's socially acceptable to have a mimosa yeah. at eleven thirty in the morning. That's exactly so.
1: right. Um. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it was I, really. good. I yeah. thought about it last night because we had apple cider. Yeah. And um, I was like, ooh, could we make a mimosa with apple cider? And yeah. Paige said,
0: "What could we do for a cocktail since we're recording our interview so early tomorrow?" And I said, well, what about a mimosa? And she's like, well, you know, like, we've done mimosas, like, what? And then she remembered that we had apple cider. So she's like, well, maybe we could just do a mimosa with the mm-hmm. apple cider.
1: And I was like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. Um, Honestly, though, when I thought of it, I was like, don't know how it's going to taste, though. It's so it good. It was
0: really good. We so good. yeah. So, macabre, mimosa, dance macabre, Camille Sans. That's your spooky cocktail corner. That's your spooky Halloween cocktail corner. that yeah, is. Um... Hey, what's up with that nerd news? Uh, I'll tell you what's up with nerd news. Dee 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 the dee your breaking nerd news. That was a good one. That was so good. <laughs> um, we both have nerd news. Do you want? Yeah. So you want me to do my yeah, nerd news are, and then yeah. you're gonna do your nerd news. So my nerd news is weird fish picks made the national news, guys. <laughs> It will have been a couple weeks ago by the time that this airs, but I'm guessing that most people that don't follow Weird Fish Picks news as closely as They don't get, like, I a do.
1: Google alert yes. that says,
0: Weird Fish Picks! It popped up in, like, things you probably would like. I mean, they're sure. not wrong. Uh, so, in Massachusetts, people were calling 911 about Weird Fish Picks. There was a just weird, weird fish. fish, right? Well, they were taking pictures oh, okay. of it and sending them to, like, the emergency services. And it ended up being a giant sunfish... Which is a fish that eats jellyfish. Isn't that interesting? That is so interesting. Uh, Apparently they didn't play Animal Crossing. You Animal Crossing folks will know that that's one of the fish in Animal Crossing. So if they played Animal Crossing, they would have known that it was a giant sunfish. Uh, anyway, the appropriate action, according to the authorities, if you see a weird fish, is not to call nine one one. And I will add to that: the appropriate action is to, to take, take a, a picture, picture of it and send it to us and send so it to me. I will do your research. I will. I'm. Uh, I wouldn't say an expert, but I'm definitely a uh, savant. Amateur <laughs> savant. I'm a weird fish savant. I'm an. <laughs> amateur expert I guess I don't know that's a kind of uh, an amateur kind <laughs> anyway if you see a weird fish Massachusetts don't all those people should be listening or to our anywhere. podcast they would have known what right. to do or anywhere yeah so if you've got friends in Massachusetts let them know if they see another sunfish I mean, I did get to see lots of pictures of it because people did take.
1: She lost um, her mind, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I did. I
0: texted Paige immediately and was like, we have to talk about the weird fish pics on the podcast. (laughs) Made the national news. So, yeah, um, people did think they have a pretty pronounced dorsal fin sunfish. So, some people thought it was a shark, which is part of the reason why Uh, so many people called it. Freaked out, yeah. But they are a perfectly harmless and very beautiful weird fish. For you to take pics of, <laughs> so okay. This has been Sunfish Corner.
1: Sunfish Corner. So, um, the nerd news. It's not just my nerd news. It's the it's podcast. Not really our nerd no, news at all. No, we're just excited. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Natasha from Socialist Revolution. We've had her as a guest before. Uh, we love her work. She's amazing. Um, she entered her or she got her first virtual um cosplay contest win, mm-hmm. um, last weekend. It doesn't matter because it you're not going to be weekend. listening
0: to this the in 8th, real time. It was New York Comic Con Metaverse Con, right. the virtual one that we alluded to. Uh yes, the 8th of October. Not alluded to, I flat out mentioned on the
1: podcast. Right. Um but she entered and she got best needlework uh cosplay um mm-hmm. for her uh Claire Fraser or uh, Claire Randall, Claire Fraser uh wedding dress from Outlander. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite cosplays of hers it's and very, in general very
0: very beautiful.
1: Yeah. And she, so we're just really excited for her because that's awesome. Yeah, so.
0: Paige texted me. Um, Paige saw it first, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" Yeah. Like, you know, again, we had nothing to do. No, with it, but no, it's just we're cool, just cool excited. that someone we knew and like we enjoyed having on the podcast, yeah. you know, won yeah. a. Um, Because she was
1: definitely deserving of it. Right. Yep. So congratulations, Natasha. Um, you want to talk about what the episode's about today?
0: So yeah, as we mentioned before, assuming that that part didn't get cut out due to day (laughs) drunkenness. Um, uh, we wanted to do a Halloween special. And another friend of the podcast, Sheila, Mm uh, Turned, I don't want to say turned us on. That sounds gross and creepy. Uh, (laughs) uh, Pointed Pointed us us in the direction. (laughs) Um, Her friend, uh, Miranda, who has a Halloween blog called Spooky Little Halloween. Uh, We're going to have an interview with Miranda, Mm -hmm. our Halloween expert. She has a year-round Halloween blog. So uh, just about, because Halloween is, you know, kind of a nerd holiday. Yeah. Um, and costumes and, and costuming and so, mm-hmm. and so relevant to our interests. We both, Paige and I both love Halloween. So we wanted to have her on to just get an expert's perspective on Halloween and. Well,
1: and I think we're trying to branch out and kind of broaden our topic horizons yeah, a little bit. Yeah, especially in
0: 2020. Like I said, there's only so many virtual conventions we can uh, cover yeah. before you guys get tired of us talking about me learning yeah. five Japanese words from uh, metaverse anime panel so yeah yeah anyway that's what we're doing so yeah. please enjoy our conversation with Miranda hopefully you guys this will come out before Halloween so maybe you'll get some ideas of how to uh celebrate Halloween in a pandemic, a pandemic. Yep. it's been hard for me I know to figure out uh what exactly to do so anyway please enjoy uh the episode
1: yeah uh welcome Miranda um so uh, why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. So my name's Miranda. Um, I'm also known as Spooky Little Halloween. I around the spooky corners of the internet. Um, <laughs> I run a year-round Halloween blog over at SpookyLittleHalloween.com. And I, I love celebrating Halloween all year.
1: <laughs> I have a question that isn't on the list that I'm going to ask really quickly. How, how did you get started okay. with the Spooky Little Halloween blog and everything? How did that come about?
2: Um, kind of just on a whim. It is the funniest story because um, I never intended for this blog to be a thing on the Internet at all the way that it is these days. Um, so I was I started hosting my own Halloween parties in, oh, gosh, all the way back to I think my first official one was 2010. Um it was just a small group of friends, but I just really enjoyed it as a way to celebrate Halloween as an adult. It kind of recaptured some of that magic I always felt um, being able to go out and trick-or-treat and dress up in costumes and stuff. And so the party just kept growing. And each year I started assigning it a different theme um, to encourage my friends to dress up, too, because I wanted them to come in costume. Like I just had this vision of someday I want to host a party that's like that's the the party that the parents yes. go to and Hocus Pocus. Like that's still my goal. Um So that's kind of how I got started, and I would spend, like, the entire summer combing the internet and saving ideas on Pinterest for whatever my theme was going to be that year and had the best time doing it. And I was, like, I was putting all this work into, you know, planning these parties and coming up with ideas and stuff, and I wanted a place to showcase them. So I kind of floated around the idea for almost a year, actually, before I actually, you know – Hit the publish button um, of, you know, just having a Halloween blog where I could throw, throw up my party photos and maybe just share a couple things. Because I really wanted to, I really wanted a blog or a site somewhere on the Internet that was just strictly mm-hmm. Halloween party ideas that I could go to and use as a resource. And it didn't exist. So I was like, well, I could create that myself. And then I started having so much fun with it. Um, it just got such great response, too, that I kind of expanded it to just let's celebrate Halloween all year long and just find all the Halloween things. And here we That's are awesome. five years later.
0: What uh, what is your favorite cocktail?
2: Ooh, um are we talking like Halloween cocktails or just in general? Just you movies. can do both. Yeah, you yeah. Do whatever you want. <laughs> And actually, I asked that.
0: On this podcast.
2: <laughs> I asked that knowing full of well my answer is probably going to be margarita for both. <laughs> um, so I actually, you know what? Actually, in my my day to day life, rum and coke is kind of my go to, which is not a terribly fancy cocktail, but you know, it's just kind of my, I guess basic mixed drink that I go for um that's a big big favorite in our family um but when it comes to Halloween um I I don't know I find that margaritas tend to be really big crowd pleasers maybe it's just because I'm from Texas and my friends just love drinking them uh but when I've hosted parties that's kind of the big batch cocktail that I usually go for some play on a margarita I was just gonna to have a little bit of fun did
1: any like special fall Halloween twist on it
2: Oh yeah. So, um, I guess it was back in 2016 now, which feels like a lifetime ago. Um, <laughs> I did a Tim Burton themed Halloween party. And for that one, I did uh, what I called a Beetlejuice margarita. So basically, um, just kind of your basic margarita mix, um, However, you want to make it, and then you take the back of a spoon and layer some red wine on top of it, so you kind of get the layered effect, and it kind of looks like blood sitting on top of the margarita. Oh my gosh,
1: that's awesome! So
2: I thought it was really fun, and actually, I'm not a huge wine drinker to be completely honest, Um, and really have never been a red wine drinker. But I will drink red wine in those margaritas. It is so good and so different. I love it. Try
1: that, yeah. It's on
2: the blog. Oh, that's so
1: exciting. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. You know, with Halloween comes costume making, which we thought tied nicely into the podcast with cosplay and stuff. So, yeah, um, tell us a little bit <laughs> about uh, your first uh, experience with costume making, or you know, putting it together.
2: Yeah, so I think I was um, maybe like eight, nine, ten years old, kind of like late elementary school age. Um, the first time that I made my own costume, I grew up. Um, taking dance classes so a lot of times I would reuse my dance costumes partly because they were so gorgeous and I absolutely loved them and partly because I was keenly aware of how expensive they were right and that you know wearing them for five minutes on a stage did not really pay for them <laughs> so I wanted to find a way to reuse them too um but yeah I think I was like late elementary school when I kind of created my first costume and I decided I wanted to be a black bat that's a bat with a b um <laughs> So, I made some wings. I pulled, you know, a black turtleneck out of my, my um, dresser, some black pants, you know, whole nine yards, made some little ears um, to go with the costume and everything. Was so proud of this costume that I had put together all by myself, did not have any help, and then proceeded to go trick or treating. And at every door, oh, what an adorable black cat, cat with a seat. <laughs> And, like, I, you know, at the beginning, I was like, no, no, I'm a bat and would put up my wings. And by the end of the night, I just was so annoyed that all these adults had no clue what I was supposed to be. That I'd literally just stick out my arm and go, I'm a bat. Take my candy and stop."
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I went trick-or-treating as Paul McCartney as a child, so. Um,
2: nice. I, I like it. my
0: dad's old wallets with a picture of Linda McCartney in it. No one knew <laughs> oh, who I was my supposed gosh. to be. So, I feel feel your pain there, although a bat pretty recognizable. 1980s Paul McCartney.
1: Right. Well and we, you know that's a little more obscure. Very small town. And yeah. so uh, you know as kids like obviously Halloween is fun. But I think we've become I've become a little disenchanted um with dressing up myself at Halloween unless like Jesse and I are doing something because Um, I have three kids and so taking them trick or treating like I love dressing them up and like that's great and that we do like group cosplays or costumes. um, But when my husband and I if I make him dress up and I get into it too, I always feel so cheated. Because I'm like, nobody appreciates the work I put into this, you know?
2: (laughs) I feel like that's the mark of a good costume, though. Like, the obscure ones where you're like, yes, this is, like, so awesome, and I'm just Mm -hmm. so excited about it. Like, I I feel like, I don't know if you guys feel this way about cosplay, but with costumes, I kind of feel like they're more for yourself than anything else, and just kind of, like, hitting that level of achievement. Like, yes, I pulled this off, and it looks exactly how I wanted it to in my head. Right,
0: right. And that does tend to be the ones that we appreciate more at conventions, too, when you see someone else like you said the more obscure ones yeah like when yes. you recognize one and you're like oh someone else oh is gosh, into this yeah. like this weird little like, tiny someone face. else is into 1980s paul mccartney and wings as a <laughs> 10 year old girl too like so
1: yeah no, that's a, just you no,
0: well i'm sure there's so much like, 10 year old girl on earth who's really <laughs> into wings uh our next question what makes halloween so special to you
2: So I think one of the things that I love about Halloween um, is I kind of consider it the misfits holiday um it's it's a day where it's okay if you don't fit in the rest of the year halloween is your day to fit in and i also love there's a lot of traditions that come with halloween and a lot of kind of the classic things that we know like trick-or-treating or carving pumpkins but i think it's one of those few holidays where you're not tied to like this is not terrible but not tied okay. to like family obligations necessarily and family traditions you can kind of make up your own and do your own thing um And so that's kind of, I, I feel like there's just so much creativity, creativity inherently with Halloween, um, just kind of the way it's positioned, I guess, um, for me too, it's just, I don't know, it's a special time of year. There's something about the month of October, just like the golden glow that happens at the end of the day. I absolutely love during this time of year. Um, I think it's so beautiful. I'm one of those, those basic white girls who, you know, loves fall. I don't necessarily love pumpkin spice lattes, but I love everything else that comes with fall. Um, And it just – I have always felt, you know, I guess I kind of lean into my witchy side a little bit with this, but I've just always genuinely felt like there's a little bit of magic in the air too on October 31st. There's just something – something different about that day and it just feels a little bit different a little bit more special to me and it always absolutely. has for as long as I can remember uh,
1: yeah I think I agree with a lot of that and I absolutely hate anything that tastes like pumpkin so. pumpkin spice is not pumpkin though <laughs> okay so do I love you it you remember what your very first Halloween costume was or what is the first one that you remember
2: yeah so my first one I went trick-or-treating when I was two years old as cheer bear the care bear and oh I, I'll yeah, have to yeah. dig up a photo for you guys. My mom made the costume. Um, I still have it to this day. I don't know that I could actually put <laughs> it on cause it's entirely too small. And I mean, at this point it's more than 30 years old, so it's probably disintegrating <laughs> on the inside. Um, But there is this darling little photo of me at the front door when we lived in Colorado. And I have this massive Care Bear head on and just my little face peeking out of the mouth. Um, But that was the first Halloween costume that I ever wore. And I think I wore that for like two or three years, actually. The first one I remember, my
1: mom is probably going to beat me because like Halloween is so big in my family. My grandma used to dress up like every that's just my nostalgia with Halloween goes back to like my grandma would dress up in the creepiest costumes and had the yard I mean, decorated her yard with made <laughs> popcorn wet balls. balls. Made popcorn ball. Yeah.
0: Grandma, that's the first time I ever had a popcorn. I'm gonna start crying.
1: <laughs> but that was um, the first time I ever had a popcorn ball.
2: She is Halloween goals. Yeah, that's but, what I want to be like, when like, I grow I up. That's
1: why I love Halloween, <laughs> not only the costume part of that, but just because it was my grandma just loved holidays. But Halloween, like she made headstones to put in the yard and, mm-hmm. and just spent so much time and energy decorating and like making halloween such an experience for us kids like it's i and i don't do it enough justice um my kids are always like why don't we decorate outside for halloween when we live out out in the middle of nowhere nowhere. like so i'm like literally no one could see it (laughs) (laughs) right so i'm like uh like i guess you could you guys could appreciate it it. but (laughs) we don't have a lot of her stuff anymore but uh But the first Halloween costume I can remember, off the top of my head, I was Little Mermaid. Um, But I would have been, like, preschool age at that point, but my mom made it. My mom is, like, I can't even aspire to be as crafty as her um, or as talented with, like, costume making. And she made my Little Mermaid costume.
0: I, the one I remember when I was, I barely, barely remember it when I was my second Halloween, so I was a year old. But it's because I had those third-degree burns, and that's the only reason really? I remember it. So it's not a happy memory. <laughs> right? But yeah, I touched the stove right before.
1: <laughs> so what were you? A uh, super girl. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause I had like, my hands were still, it was mm-hmm. right before I had to go get my fingers reseparated. They mm-hmm. had to cut between where it, the skin grafts healed oh, over. I don't remember that part. That part I heard from my grandma, <laughs> Listener,
1: description, Yeah, yeah
0: that's <laughs> a gory story for Halloween, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I don't know how much of it, like, it's one of those I feel like I can remember it, but I don't think scientifically. I probably am actually, I think it's right. More just remember the stories. Uh, so we asked about your first Halloween costume. What's your favorite Halloween costume?
2: Ooh. Um, you know, I did, I did a Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show themed Halloween party. Um, that was 2013, I believe. And I dressed up as Janet Weiss, um, which is... Um, Thank you. Where did that, like, that just disappeared into my head. Like, um, um, yeah, gosh. (laughs) Goodness. Thank you. Um, but I, I typically am one who advocates, um, and I don't know, I may, I may lose some points here. I advocate for, um, you don't have to be screen perfect all the time with every single costume. Um, but that was one, that was one that I did try really hard to get screen perfect and, like, you know, it was combing the internet for screen caps of her pink dress and her hair clips and just everything and got it as close as I possibly could. I even took my little, you know, cheesy little handbag, probably from, like, Claire's or somewhere that I carried to prom uh, back in, you know, 2002 and spray painted it white so it looked like uh, – sh- or. Um, Oh God, i just blinked on her character name too goodness i need more coffee today uh, but so it looked like janet's little purse that she's carrying at the beginning of the movie too and i just was really proud of how that one, yeah i uh, think came um, together. like
1: i said uh halloween costume wise i think the one that i have not previously worn as a cosplay because i don't i feel like that's kind of cheating you know that's a different yeah i put a lot more work into cosplays <laughs> um <laughs> than i would a halloween costume but um when my oh let's see it's been a couple of years ago but my whole family did adventure time so I was Marceline and my husband was um oh, cool. the oh gosh making him ice king thank you and then uh, I know what your husband dressed up for Halloween <laughs> five years ago <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, my son <laughs> was uh that's and, a good friend right there and my, one of my daughters was uh, Princess Bubblegum, and then my other daughter was Lumpy Space Princess. And, like, it wasn't screen accurate. It wasn't perfect. But it just, like, that's a show, like, m- most of my family really likes. And it just turned out really cute. And so that's probably one of my favorites. What about you? I have you? a favorite Halloween. You don't I have us? a favorite Halloween?
0: Maybe the first time, Rocky Horror, the first time I went to Rocky Horror, mm-hmm.
1: when I was magenta for the first time.
0: Yeah. Do so you... the time. I really like the way oh, that nice. it turned out when we went mm-hmm. the last time, but the hair.
1: Yeah, uh, we a went a, a couple, uh, several years ago, we went to a, <laughs> a showing of Rocky Horror. Um, and I'm, I'm a hairdresser. And so Jesse wanted to go as Magenta. And I said, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do your hair because she's got long enough hair. So I was like, I'm going to figure out how to make it that big and that like size. I honestly didn't think she could do it. And she yeah. did. And it did look awesome. But... It took so long. <laughs> we had to like wrap oh, her hair so cool. in bobby pins. Yeah. And like, Heat it with a straightener. And like I said, I found it on the internet somewhere and it worked so well. It did work well, but it took hours. Literally four hours, yeah. probably. Yep. Forever. Yep. Do you uh, do you go to any Rocky Horror showings? Is that
2: I haven't been in a really long time, actually. Um we kind of had some um Around Texas, um, and I went to like one or two. Um, so I'm in Houston, and maybe like an hour, hour and a half for me is College oh. Bryan Station, where Texas A&M is. Uh, but they have a little theater up there um, that usually does um, some, some showings of Rocky Horror around Halloween, and I've that's been on my list for the last several years. So, I right. 2021, 20, <laughs> 2022, right. we'll make that um, happen. Okay, so <laughs>
1: I'm gonna give a little shout out here. Um, my our sweet sweet friend Sheila um actually pointed me in your direction. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, <laughs> Sheila. <Yes. laughs> Sheila Matthew Lillard. Right. I adore her. Uh, Matthew Lillard does not know that he's a friend of the podcast. <laughs> She loved red (laughs) wine. Um, She pointed me in your direction. And so we automatically became obsessed with your Instagram feed and everything. Um, But she had told me that you guys had been to a couple conventions and stuff together and different costuming events. Um, What conventions have you attended?
2: Yeah, so with her, um, we have a local one here. Now I'm going to, oh gosh, now I'm going to blank on the name Comic Palooza here in Houston. Um, so I actually didn't really dress up when I went with her. Um, she did because she is phenomenal and just every, she, oh my she has goals when it comes to costuming. I just adore her. It's, it's and just, I mean, the right? things like that she comes up way? with and does. Yes. Yes, like this pinecone thing she's working on right now, I'm like, where did this idea even come from and can I please have one too? Like <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Um so that's the one that I've been to with her. Um, on my own, I've gone to a couple Ooh. Halloween conventions. There's a big one in in Long Beach called Midsummer mm-hmm. Scream. It's kind of like uh, the pinnacle, I guess, of Halloween say, conventions. Yes, that, that exists in the world. You thing? didn't know that, well, did you? Well, well,
1: I knew there were. Like, it's totally a thing. Show. Oh, okay, I I knew there was like horror yeah. movie conventions and stuff, but I did not know there was yeah oh yeah
0: like i said i don't know that hers are that she goes to my friend michelle are halloween quote-unquote but she's really active in uh charity haunted house and she makes their costumes i think she acts in it as well um and so she's gone to a lot of i think haunt conventions Mm -hmm. specifically so
2: yes there's quite a
0: few of right. those, especially up, know know up in the Midwest. We are. <laughs> um, it's
2: in like late spring, early summer. Yeah. So um, I haven't actually dressed up for Midsummer Scream just because it's, you know, halfway across the country and, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I just get real flustered about costumes and they don't come together the way that I want. And if they're not, I get upset and it's it's a whole thing. So I just kind (laughs) of, yeah. So I admire you guys for, you know, taking that on and going to conventions
0: and doing that because that is stressful. (laughs) I put on my costume and something didn't work out right. And I was like, I'm not wearing it. We have to have like a make it work yep
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yep so i've i've tried to avoid the meltdowns but oh my god the costumes that you see at, at midsummer scream in particular are just i mean it runs the gamuts from kind of like all the classic horror characters to i mean kind of what's hot last year when i went um everybody everybody <laughs> was in <Yeah>. the scoops <laughs> ahoy really costume from stranger down, things which i was scoops ahoy. yep I, I ended up buying my own because I had to have the little skirted one because I just I I'm beyond obsessed with stranger things in particular David Harbour. But that like, that definitely <laughs> is another topic for another podcast. <laughs> so but I just fell in love with that silly sailor costume. So like that yes, was very prevalent at Midsummer screen last hair. year. Um but then people are just kind of do so we did
1: see a lot of yeah Cop last year. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I think it is because it is so yeah.
0: cute. Yeah.
1: Very... Yeah. And recognizable. Right. It is. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so I have a question about your Halloween convention. So is it mostly just like panels okay. and co- costumes or cosplays, like panels about Halloween and like parties and celebrating? Or are there like actors from classic horror movies there too? Like, what does that all entail? Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> is
2: the easy answer. <laughs> It's um it's a little bit of everything um and I mean there's some smaller ones too that I've gone to. There's one here in Texas that started last summer um, so it would have been 2019 um, called Texas haunters convention um but for the most part, so they have a huge floor um that's all vendors and it's just like all some of it is like you know haunted houses or like you know, makeup and you know costumes and that kind of stuff that you would need if you're doing a haunted house a lot of it is people who just make really cool halloween stuff um whether it's like bath products or they're showcasing their own art there's a girl that i'm friends with that does her own spooky uh wrapping paper and bows and stuff that you can buy for the halloweens i mean just anything in the world that you could possibly halloweenify you can find it on that showroom floor um, which I think is the coolest thing ever. Um, and then part of it, too, is they have mini haunts. Um, so little mini haunted houses that you can go through. Which is my style. Because I, for as much as I love Halloween, I am not really? a fan of haunted houses. Like. Yeah like scare actor kind of haunted houses no put me in a real haunted house I'm golden I will do that all night long but these ones where people can jump out and scare me it, I I, not I, I, it depends so, on my
1: mood for me uh, but like you, we did a lot of haunted house as kids uh, yeah as kids but yeah. uh, as an adult like I try real hard to be brave but just the jump scare part see, of it me? just gets me opposite. <laughs> or like people touching yep. me like well you, they can't touch you we now. went to yeah we went to Jesse and I went to Right. They can enough. at some of right. them. I was gonna say Jesse and I went to a haunted house um, in a bigger city with uh, one of her older cousins when we were probably in middle school. And <laughs> what I have no recollection. I'm... <laughs> you will, you will. So we were in the room and it was when Scream was you really blocked big, it out. And there was this whole scream room and there was mirrors oh, and strobe lights and like a million of the scream masks, like the ghost face masks hanging up on the wall. Mm-hmm. And, but there was also like actors, you know, or you know, people dressed up in there like to jump out like in front of you whenever you weren't expecting it or whatever and I got stabbed in the face with a rubber knife on oh. accident and they had to turn on all the lights. yeah that's so I I'm a little timid around uh, haunted houses um okay so I I
2: right? don't blame you after that experience
1: <laughs> so our next
0: question in your opinion god you really made this wordy sorry in your opinion What are the differences, if there are any, between Halloween costumes and cosplays?
2: I mean, I think you guys kind of alluded to it earlier when you were saying, you know, I don't put as much work into my Halloween costumes, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, I think there's a little bit more Halloween costumes are a little bit more freeform. And you can kind of, you can be a little bit more creative with them. Like I was saying, you don't have to be screen perfect or screen accurate with them. Um, And just kind of anything goes. And I think, I think to me, that's kind of what differentiates Halloween between cosplay. Because with cosplay, you're trying to replicate something that you've seen. Um, in a movie in a comic you know wherever you've seen it and like the goal is to get it as close as possible and have people like this is so cool how did you do that i don't i don't I think a a lot of of a lot lot of time it is like that um and there's
1: different (laughs) costumes and for us and i think every cosplayer is different you know there's some that never do screen accurate and they do mashups or their own spin or you know gender bins or they do... There are some people that
0: only cosplay, like, their own created character, like, especially a lot of Star Wars characters will create their own Jedi or Sith, and they'll only... Or, like, Steampunk. They'll create Uh their own Steampunk character. So they're not even existing characters. So that does exist. And then there are people, like Paige said, that will only do, like, screen actors. We do do a little
1: bit of everything. Because it really depends on the character and the aesthetic and, like, Jesse isn't a huge fan. We talk about this constantly on the podcast, but Jesse isn't a huge fan of, like, wearing pants. Yeah. So, like, if it is a character that <laughs> is a masculine character. But who
2: is in 2020? A
1: character that is in pants, generally, she will make it a more feminine version. Right. Or, or you just, know... like, I, yeah, like,
0: something I can wear a I skirt with. Yeah, so, or, like you said, we'll do a mashup. Like, if it's a character that would maybe not, or, like, because I'm a plus-size girl, mm-hmm. um, it's harder to find, you know, the Pieces. costumes that you see in movies are... M- you know, made for an actresses that's been on, you know, intense diet, intense exercise, regimen, right. Body. And that is not my body. Yeah. So yep. sure that, changing it to make it like, yeah. I would rather it look good and, than it be, look and exactly like, feel right. comfortable exactly. in it and then, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So I think it's different for everybody, but yes, for the most part, like I think co- like, especially if you're in a cosplay contest right. like, or like professional cosplayers, professional
0: you sure. want yeah. that screen accuracy, yeah. like you mm-hmm. said.
1: Yeah anyway sorry <laughs> yeah
2: no I love that I was actually gonna ask you guys kind of how you how you feel about this I think you may have more opinions <laughs> well I just
1: wondered <laughs> because I know like just from you being so big in Halloween and then you also knowing like Sheila and um you know you you I'm sure that's not the only cosplayer that you know just kind of how you see what you see the differences of but yeah, that's our opinion is that, you know, you can go, I think you can go either way with any of them. You can go right. full out at Halloween, um, but there is a little right, bit like, more. Yeah. And if
0: I dress up for Halloween, like, I tend to do something more fun that's not, like, just dress up, like, however I want. Like, um, when well, we dress up for work, mm-hmm. so, like, my, my job so... Um, I feel like that's something I can have. Like, I have to pick something that's work appropriate, which many of my cosplays are not. And I have to pick up something that, like, I can get ready and still be there to teach chemistry. Right. Teach chemistry at 8 a.m. And right. if I got labs that day, you know, <laughs> it has to be something that I can wear my lab coat, my safety goggles if I need to. So, like, that's kind of like I always like, like last year for Halloween, I did a female version of David as pumpkins. So I made the jacket and the shirt. <laughs> I love it. And, uh then it like tied into my work because I teach so then like every time I, I always say any questions so I just did it in his voice so I was like any questions <laughs> and like it you know so I like like you said and Halloween and there's less pressure because you know like when we wear cosplay we may be getting our picture taken hundreds of times mm-hmm. that day so you are like does this look good in a picture mm-hmm. does this look good from this angle whereas like a Halloween costume you're doing it it's more for you, but not yeah. that cosplay is I awesome, was
1: going to say, I I would love to yeah. say that cosplay is only for us, yeah, but it's not, it's not yeah. <laughs> because like well, we want, yeah. we want people to enjoy <laughs> them as well. Like we get so excited when people recognize us mm-hmm. or think we look good. Like, yeah. you know, that doesn't well, make even, it any less if, valid. If someone wants to take a
0: picture of it, you want it to be a decent picture. You right. don't want it to be like, yeah. it, which I guess is the same as a Halloween costume though. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, and, you know, that kind of makes me think, too, the end goal in any costume, I guess, really is, you know, to get that photo and have, like, some random stranger come up and be like, exactly. this is amazing. Can I take a photo of you? Like, I mean, maybe it's not what we're all going for initially going into a costume, but it's a nice compliment for somebody to be like, this is amazing. Right. Can I can I document I'm this? Like, I remember um, it.
0: So my neighbors have now started decorating for Halloween, and a lot of them have really, really amazing decorations. And so I was like, I almost want to just, like, look at their address and, like, send them a letter. I'm like, I love your Halloween decorations. But I was like, but that is creepy. Because <laughs> I don't want to just knock on someone's door. It's like, season. I, as someone who appreciates the effort that goes into that. Like, you want to tell them. You want um, to tell them what? Uh, just that, like, compliment their decorations and not. Right. Like, in a non-creepy way. I mean,
2: I think you should. As as somebody who decorates for Halloween, I'm going to advocate that you do. I think you should drop them a little That's Halloween exactly card in the see. mail. And, and have, you know,
0: like, uh, I will compulsively buy greeting cards for no reason. So I have like a bunch. Of, and like, it's like, because I'm like, Halloween cards. Like, what are these even for? But they're always so adorable. I'm obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with
1: Frankenstein. So. Uh,
2: oh, me too. I love.
1: This. Um. Okay. Yep. So moving on. Do you have a favorite um, Halloween craft?
2: Ooh, um, let me think. I haven't been as crafty in the last like year or two. Um, I did, however. Okay. So this might be my favorite thing I have made in the last couple of years. And I made it this year, like maybe about a month ago. Um, so years ago, Pottery Barn had this amazing uh, black bat chandelier and it was super simple. It was just like two black hoops, some tool and some like paper mm-hmm. bats hanging from it. And this sucker was like 60 bucks. And I'm like, that's not worth 60 bucks. Like, I know it's Pottery Barn. I know. But so I've had it in the back of my head ever since I saw it. Like, I am going to make my own. Um, And I finally did that this year. And I have it hanging in my hallway, actually. And it's just like, I don't know, every time I turn the corner out of my bedroom or, you know, coming from the living room back down to the kitchen and it's hanging there, it just makes me so happy. It's just like the perfect little dose of Halloween, you know, in this unexpected space. I do actually. I just put it up. Um, so it should be within like the last awesome. 10 yeah, blog posts or
0: so. <laughs> uh all right. So Paige asked your favorite Halloween craft. Do you have a favorite crafting tool? We asked this of everyone on the podcast so that we can steal your <laughs> <laughs> good ideas and steal it.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I know what is not my favorite crafting yeah, tool. I'm I'll start craft. there while I think about what my favorite is. Um me and hot glue really? do not mix well. Most cosplayers
0: <laughs> would say hot glue gun. Or, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, like without fail. I mean, I know they're incredibly handy. I probably need like one of those like low heating point ones because without fail, I burn myself on them when I use them. Um, and actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back a question and say so. My favorite craft, um, my 2015 I believe it was Halloween party I called it the the witches ball and I wanted everybody to come in like a crazy witches hat kind of like Ooh, Kentucky Derby awesome. but witch hats
0: oh, yeah.
2: um and I made. I was really happy with my hat that I made for that. Um, and actually, if you go on my Instagram, Spooky Little Halloween, and scroll back to maybe like May or so, I actually have a photo of me wearing it um, for something else. But it just happened to to work well. Um, but I burned the heck out of oh, my yeah. thumb making that thing with hot glue it um, is with like you know an I'm old sure. <laughs> glue gun my mom had. Yeah. So glue guns are not my favorite, um, even though they are incredibly handy. What is my favorite crafting tool? Um, you know, the thing that's popping to mind, and I haven't, I misplaced it. I haven't used it in years. Um, I wish I knew where I had stashed it. Uh, but for my parties, too, I typically would make my own um, invitations and print them out and do, like, a whole lot of printables and stuff, too, for, like, my signs and things that I'd put around. Um, and I'm not going to remember the name of it, um, but is, is it called, like, a boning tool? It's something, like, one of those things that you use to, like, flatten a crease when you're um, like doing know. scrapbooking kind, doing of kind of stuff. Yeah. It's probably not the what right you're about, name what for it, it. Calls, yeah. but it was—I, it was something like that. Um, but that thing was so handy, and I wish I knew. It's stashed in a Halloween box somewhere, but I wish I knew where that was because it would be so useful for other things too. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so obviously Halloween inspires you, but if you had to pick something else, who or what really inspires you?
2: Oh, anything in the world. I, you know, so I am, um, I write the blog because I am a writer by nature. My background is in journalism. um, And my goal is to someday write um, a novel and get it published um, so I think I'm gonna have to go the literary route and say probably some of the writers that I grew up reading. Um, one of my very favorites, um, that's a contemporary author, is Francesca Lia Block. Um, she ri- writes these beautiful kind of lyrical prose pieces, like short novels, um, novellas almost. And um, I don't know, she just has such a beautiful lyrical way with words. I've always admired admired um, how she writes. And she's one of my favorites. Um, and maybe even throwing back a little bit, too. Um, I'm a, I am mean, it's kind of cheesy, but I've always loved um, F. Scott Fitzgerald as a writer as well. He just has such a beautiful way with words. So those those are probably two of my big inspirations when it comes to non-Halloween creative endeavors. Um,
1: okay. So we're throwing in another, like, random question that we <laughs> that we didn't tell you before. Okay. Um, I love those. Do you those. have a favorite fandom? I love those.
2: Hmm. I mean, I've already mentioned it. I think stranger things is way up there for me. Um, cause it's just such a, I mean, like you get on Twitter and stuff. That's one of the few places on Twitter. Yeah. I don't mind hanging out. Um, probably one of the few spaces on Twitter where I actually spend a little bit of time these days because the right. rest of Twitter is terrifying. Um, But just, I I don't know, it's just such a cool fandom. It's such a span of ages and people and, I mean, people from all over the world. Um, And it's just so cool to see everybody come together for this crazy mystery show that we all love. Um, My other big one, I love, love, love Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Like, obsessed with it. Want to live inside of it.
1: I knew that from your Instagram and you had done a costume with, uh, with Sheila um, on your i think your cruise?
2: Yes. Yeah, um yep. Yes, yes. we did the weird sisters I'm last year.
1: on um it's literally right in front of us for it was supposed to be for Dragon Con this year, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh her uh, Queen of Hell feather gold feather outfit. <gasps> oh, uh, I, that's yeah, so cool. Love like I love that one so that. much. And it was like a month before that year's Dragon yep. Con. So I could not put it, feasibly put it together, but I tried, I tried real hard (laughs) to convince myself that it was going to be possible and it didn't obviously work out, but she's, she's coming along for a future convention. And I, I'm so excited to do it because I love, I love original. I can't wait to see it. Joan Hart, Sabrina back in the day. That was my jam. And so when I started, like when I heard that they were, you know, doing a reboot or a revamp of it, I was so excited and I've loved every single second of it. It's
0: been great. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things, I'm going to do a Melody Sheep plug here. You know, there's a Melody Sheep song where that he's made a song out of Stranger Things quotes. Uh, it's called Superpowers. It's free, oh. um, to download and to listen to it on his YouTube. Uh, we're not <laughs> affiliated with him in any way. I just really, really love his music. He takes like science quotes. Generally, I'm a scientist, so I like science stuff. But also um, fandom, fandom things, and remixes them. So there's a Stranger Things song he's got called uh, Superpowers. I actually think he's came out with a Halloween playlist of all like Halloweeny things oh, cool. for like party purposes. So. Ooh. All this just right. my recommendation. Can't, can't <laughs> let an episode go by without a, without I now a, have a homework. weird fish plug or classical music right. or music of some sort plug. Uh, <laughs> all right. Our next actual question or <laughs> a pre-planned question. If funds and time were not a factor, which costume would you want to do the most?
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, probably, I, I mean, we just talked about it, but probably one from Sabrina. Um, there's just so many. I mean, the, the Herald yes. of Hell look that she has in the, I guess that's the second season. Um, I don't think that'd be too hard to pull off, but I'm a little, I'm a little terrified of like yeah. having to do the white yeah. eyes, like with contact lenses. I don't know. I, I, I wear glasses. I've worn them since I was seven years old, but I don't know, contacts so terrify cool me. <laughs> I want to I, I
1: can't, I've never been able to get a contact in my eye. Um, and so, like, somebody just sent yeah. me, like, this cool contact website, like, with costume contacts. And I was like, I wish I could. Like, there's so many characters that need contact, like uh, Yennefer from The Witcher. Like, you really need purple contacts to pull that off. Like, there's just so many. And like you said, that Sabrina look, like, and I'm like, I just cannot do
2: it. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. It's hard when that's uh-huh. like such a key detail to the look. Cause like my thing with pulling stuff out of your closet is like as long as you get like that one or uh-huh. those one or two key details right, it's right. okay if you fib a little bit on the other ones. But yeah, it's it's hard when it's the eyes that are the key detail. So um i don't know Yeah, so i guess sabrina um the herald of hell look might be one of my um kind of more modern favorites to go in a completely different direction though when i get asked this question a lot like what's your dream costume it's so silly and random and weird but i would love to be the miller highlife girl <laughs> so she's this little like she's almost <laughs> yeah. in like a buccaneer kind of dress and she sits on the moon on the label of this beer and I just think she is the most darling thing ever. That and is I hilarious. want to dress up as her. Icon,
0: I would lose my flipping mind. Uh,
2: <laughs> and that's one of those where it's like, yeah, um, no, what are you? Like, are, are you new High here? But I just, days, I don't know. I think it'd be so, funny. Uh,
0: I would immediately recognize it and <laughs> lose my freaking mind. <laughs> that is an awesome yeah, answer. I used to get I was in college for drinking Miller High Life. And I was always like, it's the champagne of beers. Like I'm a. I'm classy for drinking it this. is Don't you guys know <laughs> yes it is I
2: actually have some Miller High Life in a champagne bottle oh in my, my that they sold at New Year's <laughs> this past year That's in my fridge so that I have not opened come on over we'll just pretend there isn't a <laughs> pandemic it's fine okay so
1: <laughs> branching off of that Miller High Life uh costume uh do you have a favorite <laughs> Halloween related drinking story we normally ask convention wise but you know hmm
2: i probably have like i yeah, can tell like the it. biggest mistake that i've made the worst hangover i've ever had, had came from uh
1: because we we have all <laughs> kinds of shenanigans <laughs> We can't tell on the podcast everyone on the podcast has heard about my magic trick now <laughs> yeah <so. laughs>
2: I, you know, I think we've kept it pretty tame for the most part at my own Halloween party over the year. There was one year, I think it was the second or third year I hosted it, uh, that my friends Mel and Lewis brought like one of those big, huge, like cheap dollar store, um, chip bowls full of jello shots. And I was like, this is a mistake. That's not the drinking story. Uh, but that's probably the closest we've gotten to having a decent drinking story was just us being giggly around the fire, um, slurping those down all night. Um, No, so there was. I guess this was, I think this was in 2011, maybe 2010, 2011. I think. Um, I was working at a magazine, I literally lived through the double worst product at this place. It was terrible, it was horrible. Didn't like any of the people that I worked with, not in touch with any of them still today. So I feel like I can tell this story and just be like, they all sucked. Um, (laughs) all but one of them, actually. But, um, one of the girls had a Halloween party and I was kind of try again, always felt like the outcast, the misfit of the group. I did not fit in as a plus size, super tall girl. Like I did not fit in with all these magazine women. Um, so I was trying really hard. And I went to one of the girls Halloween parties. I even had like a cutesy, like converging on the sexy side, um, Alice in Wonderland costume that I wore, which is not something that I have ever done since <laughs> before or since in my life. Um, But I went, I didn't eat beforehand. I brought my own, um, my own drink to share. I used to make this witch's brew that so much sugar in it, um, had pineapple juice and green jello mm-hmm. and vodka and what else? Sprite. That's Delicious,
0: That one is not on the blog. blog <laughs>
2: i'll share it in the dms later that one's a little lethal i don't i don't i don't advertise that one a whole lot um yes it is but i just you know and then was trying to be the cool kid that was trying to keep up you know in my mid-20s still which makes me cringe even more that i did it um but just was trying to keep up and just drunk beyond (laughs) belief like the worst hangover i've ever had the next day. Um, My poor mother like brought me pumpkin muffins being like here have a little something this will be easy on your stomach and they did not last long in my system we'll just put it that way. Um, And I was so disappointed because that next night I was supposed to go out and see one of my very favorite local bands with some of my friends we were all going to dress up like I hadn't and it was actually Halloween night hadn't done a Halloween night like that in forever so I was super excited about it and I just I could not rally so I spent that Halloween night in bed. I don't even remember doing what. Probably watching Netflix or something. But oh my god! <laughs> probably my most embarrassing Halloween drinking That's story. Right. So yeah, there we you go. we
1: tell a lot of uh, <laughs> drunken, ridiculous late night con stories, but there are some that we absolutely cannot tell on the podcast. Yeah. Like you know, I'm a mom <laughs> and she has a job as a teacher. Well,
0: nothing so. <laughs> that bad. Like if anyone from my work is listening, nothing that bad. Like we didn't like rob a bank or like you know. We kidnapped the Lindbergh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, nope. We've got, what's the guy's name? D.B. Cooper. We found his treasure. And <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. Just, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're young, like you said, uh, you tend to, you don't know your limits or you, you know, you have a couple of yeah. and then you're like, yeah, I, you think, just- I can have three more and I'll be fine. Right. So Okay.
1: Last.
2: I think for me it was just more cringeworthy. I was like, I was, I was probably like 26, 27 at that point. I'm like, by this, by this point, you should know, like, it's okay if you're not All one of right. the cool kids. You don't need to be one of the cool kids. But I just was so like,
1: detar- <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, yeah. This is turning into therapy <laughs> that's, that's now.
0: This podcast is for us. Yeah, those days. Yeah, it does, it does help. Thank God. <laughs> How are you planning on celebrating Halloween 2020 with the pandemic?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible answer, isn't it? As the Halloween blogger. Um, I'm kind of still trying to figure it out um, just because everything has been so up in the air. Typically, um, I would host a party, um, but obviously that's not going to happen this year. A lot of times on Halloween night, just because it's, you know, it's typically a weeknight Um I'll just hang out at home and, you know, watch a a Halloween or a horror movie and, you know, maybe order some pizza and just, I mean, have a really kind of quiet night after such a busy season with the blog. It's kind of nice just to decompress that way. Um, and enjoy my favorite day of the year. Um, I do have a niece and a nephew who are six and almost six and three. Um, they'll turn six and three right after Halloween. Um, but I'm actually hoping to maybe uh, spend the day with them. Maybe we'll carve some pumpkins, you know, do some sort of like an indoor backyard trick-or-treating yeah, thing, maybe we're watch a Halloween be, yeah, movie. So I, I, mean, I don't know, like TBD, said, but
1: town. like we normally just trick-or-treat. We take the kids trick-or-treating family, but we live way out and Our family is so spread out that we drive to each location. So it's like, hey, pandemic, how about we, you guys all come here and we have like a cookout, like a Halloween costume cookout. Like everybody can dress up. We've all been around each other. So it's not like a risk or anything. Yeah, And, you know, we have a bonfire, right, minimal risk, right. We have a bonfire and have hot dogs or whatever, and then watch scary movies, you know, like How about we do that instead of me dragging everybody out across the. Yeah,
0: I watch the Halloween
1: tree every year. Oh, yeah. Cry. That's my Halloween
0: (laughs) tradition. I love that. Watch the Halloween tree and cry a little bit. Have a little. Yeah, (laughs) Halloween tree is my all time favorite Halloween movie. I'll put that book in there for our listeners. If you haven't seen the Halloween tree, it is a children's movie, but ding dang. Ding dang. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon. I've read the book, but I I have
2: never watched the movie. I need to make that happen one of these years.
0: It's only maybe an hour. Okay, it's got um, oh, Mount Shroud is uh, oh my gosh, really famous. Is it Susan Sarandon? It's not Susan Sarandon, (laughs) please. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna google it, but I'm yeah, It's it's really really good. Uh, it's a very cute movie, and I always get like that's my whole thing of like. I don't want to spoil the end, but it's, like, so sweet and, like, kind of just perfectly encap- encapsulates, like you said, that magic of October 31st, especially for kids, like, and, like, where did these traditions mm-hmm. come from? Like, why do we dress up on Halloween? Like, why? I think it's completely historically accurate. It definitely doesn't go as deep into it as, like, an adult, but, like, for kids, like, watching it as a kid, like, and knowing, like, what Soin is and, like, you know, these, like, traditions that Halloween comes from I always felt a little bit more superior to the other kids I was like well I actually know actually did you know in the 1400s in England like
1: pushing out my glasses? <laughs> and that literally has not stopped since
0: yeah pretty much
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well she's googling that I'm going to ask you where everyone can find you on social media and connect with you and see all the awesome things you're doing Leonard, Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy, I have-
2: Um, so you can find me. I am on pretty much everything: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Uh, just look for Spooky Little Halloween, um, and you can find me there. And again, the blog is just spookylittlehalloween.com little com. As in, uh, have yourself a spooky little
1: Halloween. I love it. Ripped I off a Christmas Carol from Christmas my blog name. Yep. From Halloween long enough. <laughs> Feeling time already. Christmas as I should. Yeah. Before. She was on her way to my house Yeah. Exactly. Like, Your neighbor has a Christmas decoration <laughs> up. I was like, acceptable you
0: know what i feel
1: right. like 2020
2: I, is the year i can forgive that because it's yeah, been a little yeah. crazy but next well, year like it, let's like, keep the holidays in the, the holiday season uh, I'm thank pretty you
1: sure they leave it up year-round and decorate it for different seasons but jesse did not seem to think it looked very halloweeny that so. like, was not
0: there was not a sufficient amount of, <laughs> amount of pumpkins
1: <laughs> on this tree we
0: need more pumpkins.
2: It, it could use some work. Yeah.
0: There's another <laughs>
2: Halloween card you can send. Uh, Dear sir, please more add more pumpkins. pumpkins to your tree.
1: in pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miranda, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I absolutely love everything that your Instagram yeah. is showing. I can't wait to look more into the blog and check out some of those recipes. And yeah, thank you so much yeah, for being on with so us. Fun.
0: Thank you so, so much. You're such a good girl. Yes. Thank you, you, guys. Too. Absolutely. This all is right, this
2: all has all been right, an absolute blast. So thank out. you so Don't much for her. having me.
1: I think she's so cool, and I was like, <laughs> me too. <laughs> okay. Um. So thank you guys for listening. We enjoyed having Miranda on so much. So much. Was um, so she was such a good guest, mm-hmm. and. Um, Really, we've been incredibly lucky. I guess
0: maybe it's who you reach out to. You you have been the one scheduling the interviews, but everybody's been such an amazing guest, and we're so fortunate Mm -hmm. to have had everybody. Like, honestly, especially since you mentioned this, I don't know if this will make it into the final version from our interview, but I'm pretty socially awkward. Hard for me to talk to and relate to new people a lot of times, but every single guest we've had, On the podcast, I mean, one of them was my brother. He's not (laughs) difficult for me to. I mean, I I don't always understand. He was the most
1: difficult, (laughs)
0: probably. But everybody's been so amazing and had such good ideas and such um, good input and just been so cool and creative and fun to have on the podcast. So yep,
1: um, we've enjoyed it a lot.
0: Miranda, again for. Uh, recording an interview with us, being our Halloween expert guest.
1: Yep. Uh, So, uh, yeah. thank you for listening. Thank you to uh, Miranda. And if you want to follow along with us, we are on social media. Uh, You can find us at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. And you can also email us. Oh, this is my turn. Yeah, it is. Uh,
0: If you want to email us, you can email us, first of all, corrections. Don't want to forget that. If we screwed something up, if we misspoke, let us know. Uh, you know, we're never gonna be experts at pretty much anything, but uh, except for weird fish picks, which I'm an amateur savant. Um, but you know, we don't want to say anything that's um, incorrect or just could be offensive, and we are just not, you know, aware enough to know it. So. Um, Please correct us if we made mistakes. If you've got cosplay photos you want us to feature, we're going to feature. We did get a couple in. I think we're going to feature them on our next cosplay challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, If you've got cosplay challenge ideas for us, we've gotten a couple of those as well uh, that we're going to be doing in future episodes, hopefully soon. I've got mine ready. Someone doesn't have hers ready. Uh, (laughs) Um... Uh, weird fish pics, as always. Again, I am your source she for... She
1: cannot stress this enough. Right.
0: <laughs> Interesting plants and mushrooms. Um,
1: science facts. Um, uh, if you have an idea for someone you think w- would be a good person for us to interview. Yeah, right, like If I said, you would like to be interviewed. Yeah, yeah, if it was,
0: if it was not for friend of the podcast, Sheila. Yeah. We wouldn't have known... To interview Miranda. And it was mm-hmm. a super fun, super great interview. So yep. you guys have better suggestions. Like, you know, this podcast is for you guys Yep, You know, for the people listening, we're so appreciative that you guys are I mean, it's for us, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we enjoy doing it. We love doing it or else we wouldn't do it. Right. Because, you know, like I said, we're not making any money off of this, at least as of this juncture. Maybe if you're listening to this five years in the future. Time traveler. And you're like, but Jessie's covered in diamonds all the time. How could she? I would never, as a chemist, I would never be covered in diamonds. I'd be covered in a much more interesting gemstone from a chemical perspective. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. uh yeah, anyway so if episode you have ideas, ideas, episode ideas, cocktail recipes, anything you guys want us to talk about, we'll do. Uh you know, we want to make content that people enjoy listening to uh so that it's fun for you guys and for us. So
1: Do you want to hear Jesse and my husband uh debate Star Trek? Yeah, if you for want an hour? to hear uh my
0: uh now after 25 years friend, Jericho and you can cut his name out if you want. <laughs> Paige's husband, now my friend after being friends with Paige for so long and literally knowing him your entire relationship, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, if you'd like to hear us debate about our rankings of, defend our rankings of the Star Trek captains to each other, uh, and get in a huge fight about Janeway, <laughs> uh, we can do that. But if you have better ideas. I won't be
1: here for that one, though. So,
0: uh, Where Jared and I push each other off the balcony. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you have episode ideas, cocktail recipes, anything, really honestly just anything you think we'll like. You guys, if you've been listening this long, we've been doing this podcast almost a year now. So if you've been listening, what?
1: Okay, real
0: quick. It's, it's not gonna be quick. This episode happening.
1: will come out on his birthday. So happy birthday, Jericho. I hope she doesn't no, push wait, you off I the 29th. Was, oh, I thought it was the 28th. Nope. I so, guess you would probably know better than I would. Happy birthday. Uh I hope she doesn't push you off the balcony. I hope you also don't push her off right. the balcony. You're right. Here's the thing. To be completely honest, we both deserve to get pushed off. I was say, <laughs>
0: he deserves to get pushed off the balcony. But like we can both probably do with a pushing off the balcony every now and then. <laughs> That's why we have you in our life, because we're both very intense people, your husband and I. And you are the one that pushes us off the balcony when we're too intense. It needs to happen more often,
1: honestly.
0: (laughs) I mean that in a metaphorical sense, hopefully. (laughs) Not that Paige is going to literally... Push okay. us off the balcony. So, so yeah, we
1: would love any ideas you have. Uh, we want it we want you guys to enjoy this as much as we enjoy doing it. Correct. So um yeah. So where could they send those things to? You can send any
0: of your nonsense to unless it's mean spirited or hateful nonsense. Please don't. To our email, which is cosplaying cocktails pod at gmail dot com.
1: gmail.com. Um are we done? <laughs> If I can pet your dog, <laughs> ah. Uh, yes, we're done. <gasps> okay, happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, guys! Goodbye. Bye. Bye.